Welcome everyone to our video today. We got an exciting topic. We're talking about Tesla, a company people either love or love to hate. Real quick, before we start the video, I just want to say that we're not financial advisors. And before you do any investment decisions, please do your own research. With that being said, I'm going to let Justin, our guest today, introduce himself. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm very excited to be here. So my name is Justin, and I have been a Seeking Alpha contributor as the cup, under the name of Cappuccino Finance. And then I have an engineering background, and then I also have an MBA. So using the quant background, I do a lot of the, uh, the fundamental analysis and making a model to make intrinsic value of the company and share those ideas on my blog, the Cappuccino Finance, and also on the Seeking Alpha. So I'm very excited to talk about Tesla here today. Thank you for introducing yourself, Justin. With that being said, I'm going to quickly talk about our sponsor. So our today's sponsor for our video is StockCard.io, which is a which is a company that uses AI to help you find and screen different stocks. <clears throat> One tool I love about the them is they have a stock screener and an ETF screener where you can put in specific criteria and find a stock you're looking for. For our our company today, Tesla. We can see that they, the company raised them as high growth potential. Um, the, they have strong operations. Investor sentiment in general is pretty calm. Uh, Tesla's outperformed the market, which is an understatement, if I must say. Uh, they say, based on their AI, the stock is overvalued. And then you can see the analysts, uh, what they think. We're going to quickly look at the one-year chart here. You can see this massive run-up from 600 to um, in the thousands, uh, five-year chart, we can see an even bigger run-up. Remember that these prices are pre-split. Tesla did a split recently. So these you can see a massive run-up over the past two years. Uh, with that being said, uh, I want to quickly touch on the high growth potential. So what's real cool is the stockcar.io, their, their technology looks at the growth potential of the sectors and not just the traditional sector. So you have the traditional sectors, um, cyclicals, auto. We also have things like self-driving software, artificial intelligence, cryptocurrency, lithium batteries, electric cars, on and on and on. All areas that Tesla is in that it takes into account these things when it's using his AI to make um, that quick little graphic at the top for you to see about the company. Okay, now that we've gone over an introduction, uh, and we've looked at Stockcard.io. If you're going to subscribe to Stockcard.io, which is a great tool that I love personally, please use the code Best of Us. Best of Us uh, when you subscribe, just to let them know that we sent them. With that being said, I'm going to let Justin talk about what his take on Tesla is. Yeah, actually, really like a Tesla, as uh, Jacob said, is very uh, controversial and then very polarizing stock for sure. But there are a lot of uh, things that I like about them. So the first one is their uh, economic mode. So they have a very uh, strong the brand recognition that can appeal to wide range of people. Like they have a luxury and a trendy part of it. And also they're the technologically savvy, which tend to uh, appeal more towards the younger generation. But also at the same time, they have this image of like luxury and classy car, which can uh, cover the little bit older generation as well. So just have a very strong technologically savvy brand image that appeal to wide range of people. And also they are technologically a very superior company. So their product is very known for innovation and then like a lot of the technological superior aspect compared to the, their peers. So that like people really love their product. So with this economic mode, like looking at their numbers, they're a clear number one 
in the market still. So looking at 2021, so the market share of their new electrical vehicle registration. So their market share, the Tesla's market share was at 66%. The second one in the list was a Chevy was at 9.5%. So they're still like six times, so they're selling cars six times more than number two in the list. So they're clearly dominant number one. And also their revenue growth has been amazing. So the past five years, revenue growth on average has been about 54%. And then most recent quarters, their, their revenue grew 70% year over year. So their revenue has been already very impressively growing. And it's kind of like, seems like accelerating, which is very exciting to see. And meet this demand, they are building a lot of different factories all around the world. There are one in the Germany, one in China, four places in the United States. And there's a rumor that they're building new factories in Japan, South Korea, UK, and India. So they're certainly a very still very rapidly growing company. And also, they turned finally turned profitable in 2020, and since then, their uh, profit margin has been increasing very nicely. Growth margin at 26%, EBITDA margin at 12%, and net income margin is 10% as of now. But the numbers keep nicely increasing, which is very uh, promising to see for the future. And also, they have a strong balance sheet, so they have lots of cash in their balance sheet. They have a 17 billion dollar. And a relatively small long-term debt of $6.5 billion. So they have more cash than a debt, which is kind of very uh, promising for supporting their growth and building a new factory and things like that and supporting R&D. So it's very good to see they have a strong balance sheet. And then as we kind of briefly touch, so there are a lot of good economic, the macroeconomic environment has been forming for the EV transition. So a lot of different countries like US, China, and Europe, they're investing heavily on uh, infrastructure, improving infrastructure and also giving an incentive for the, like a new consumer to own EV. And also the new uh, major company like Ford, GM, and Toyota, they're increasing the bulking up their EV production. So the public reception used to be kind of electrical vehicles, kind of like niche, kind of trendy market. Now it's becoming a little bit more mad adoption. It's kind of becoming more, uh, like mass people are more like embracing that transition. So it's, which is nice to see. And also I think it's going to be positively contribute to the like Tesla's growth in the future. And then there are a couple of, uh, risk they're associated with Tesla, though, as Jacob mentioned before, like their valuation is really high. So their P ratio probably about 120 at this point. So that any kind of misstep on their like supply or the like, delivery miss number missing or the revenue miss will result in a sharp drop in the uh, uh, their like stock prices, which we have seen quite a few times in the past couple of years. And also ongoing supply chain issue with a chip shortage. I think that's, I think still going on, which is a little bit shorter term issue than others, but I think it still can be the uh, uh, problematic for next year or two. And then yeah, interest rate hike from the Federal uh, Reserve can be a uh, problematic for their stock price in the next uh, couple of months or could be longer. And the market is really edgy about it. So we, we will closely, uh, we need to closely watch what's going to, what's going to happen. In the stock market. So that's my take on the Tesla. 
Yeah, thank you, Justin. I think that's a great uh, summary of the bull case. Uh, in addition to that, um, yeah, Tesla has a great place in the, uh, electric, the electric vehicle market. And I think you didn't really touch much on the other aspects of the company, uh, which I won't either because by far the electric vehicle aspect is the biggest. But that is something else to consider is Tesla has some other aspects in their company, whether it's their energy, whether it's their new newly announced robotics part. But I think it's very difficult to write a bullish case on the company itself. I think what the bullish case has to be centered around is, or, or sorry, a bearish case. A bearish case has to be centered around uh, the valuation. Um, so I'm going to attempt to write a, take a more bearish take compared to Justin's bullish take. And I think, again, I, I don't dislike the company. I really like uh, Tesla as a company. The question is, at what price do I like it? And for me, I, I do not like it at this price. I think Tesla Tesla is just under a one trillion in market cap, and it was over one trillion at one point. And so th this is a very high valuation for a company outside of even the profitability that has, but a company that is going to have trouble growing. So as an investor, you're not investing in a company that's a great company just to maintain your your stake in the company, right? And as an investor, you're hoping to grow your your the money invested. For that to happen, the company has to either pay you a dividend so you get something back or it has to uh continue to appreciate in value. Tesla's not going to pay a dividend and I think that's a smart move for them. But the question is will the stock be able to continue to appreciate in value? And I that's where I begin to question that. So real quickly, Tesla is valued much more like a tech company than a car company. And I think this is this is valid. Tesla, it has uh, revolutionary software. Um, their self-driving and their um, artificial intelligence is so, some of the best in the, in the country, in the world even, um, let alone in the car industry. They're by and far the superior in that. But I think a jack of trades is a master of none. That's a, that's a great saying for Tesla because they're in a lot of areas and you begin to question if they're losing focus on different things rather than fo rather than focusing on their core business. There are other there are other projects might give them revenue down the road, but is that really what we want to be focused on right now? And I think this was even among Tesla bulls, this was a big topic of discussion with uh, Tesla's recent robotics announcement. Uh, the PE from when I googled was uh, was well over a hundred, and the question is, can Tesla? grow enough and get in enough areas to make this down the road be a valuable number. And I'm going to try to point out that it can't. Tesla is an early mover in the EV space, but unlike but in the EV space, unlike some of the tech industry, the EV space has been around a long time. Some people compare it to Amazon, but the thing with Amazon, their biggest revenue generator and profitability machine by far is AWS. Um, Amazon Web Services was an early mover just like Tesla is in EV, but the difference is uh, web services was a new technology. It wasn't something that people had been doing for hundreds of years. So I think the traditional automakers were gonna are gonna leverage their their skills at mass manufacturing cars and eventually be able to catch up or uh, catch up enough to cut into Tesla's margins and slow their growth down. Tesla has poor build quality, as mentioned. Um, while they they might have very good quality overall. They don't. They're not great at the little little details, which is very difficult, be, especially when you're a young company and don't have these the years of experience on these mass manufacturing lines like some of the other companies. This these little details answer why sometimes you see on new car on new Teslas paint missing in a spot, or why we had the re, the recall of almost half a million cars because of a seatbelt issue. So, 
I'm going to get down to my specific case. And I actually want to thank David Trainer, who wrote an article on Seeking Alpha for, for this. Um, he's a great author, and I would recommend you reading this piece and uh, some of his other pieces. But <clears throat> the projected EV market as of now in 2030 is 27 million cars. So this is going to grow quite a bit from where it is at today. But this is still not enough for Tesla to be able to have numbers that are, are worth um, that can justify its current price. Another thing is Tesla, while it's going to add the Cybertruck, which is a higher priced item, it continually teases a lower priced car, which will lower its average uh, sale price. So David Trainer in his article does a reverse DCF calculation. And the, the point I want to mention most, he said, at his current share price with its average sell selling price per vehicle of 51000 Tesla's stock price of 1200 per share implies that the firm will sell 16 million vehicles in 2030. So while this is a number that's that's done by other manufacturers, it's not done at a price of 51,000 per vehicle. And the other thing is, in 2021, Tesla uh, created approximately 930,000 vehicles, which is much short of the 16 million goal. So additionally, the 16 million vehicles would represent 60% of the projected uh, 27 million global uh, EV passenger market. So in essence, Tesla's a good company, but the question is, will they be able to grow enough or have these other industries, which aren't even a big enough bit part of their business to really be talked about in a core thesis, grow to justify the current valuation? And that's, that's really what the question is. And I personally think they're going to struggle because that's something that is incredibly difficult to do. But uh, Elon Musk has proven us wrong in a lot of ways. And I think he might prove us wrong again. But if I'm a betting man, I would bet that he wouldn't. Justin, would you like to say any final words? Yeah, I think this is a very exciting discussion about bears and bulls. And as you said, like a Tesla is a very kind of like depends on where you look at it. There are a lot of things to love about them. And there's a lot of things you don't like about them. Yes. So yeah, it's a great discussion. I learned a lot from it. But I still like the Tesla. I think hopefully they do well and then kind of maintain their kind of like a, this aura of excellence and then innovative thing. But yeah, as you as you said, their evaluation is certainly the, uh, <laughs> the kind of like a cause of concern. That's really true. How can we find you on Twitter or on Seeking Alpha again? Yeah, so the Seeking Alpha, so uh, I, my uh, I say pen name is the Cappuccino Finance. And also you can find me at the uh, CappuccinoFinance.com, which is my blog. And on the Twitter, my Twitter handle is Cappuccino Fin with the F-I-N. So you can find me there and follow me. And then I'll share my ideas and stock analysis and topics for the uh, growth stock or value stock or dividend stock. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're real lucky to have Justin come on and share his uh, his takes and expertise with us. So please make sure to go give him some love and uh, give him uh, some follows. Uh, with that being said, thank you for watching the video. I'd love to hear your comments on this, uh, either in the comments below or directly reach out to me on Twitter at RealJacobBraun or on my Seeking Alpha profile. Um, thanks for this uh, and best of luck in investing.